Welcome to the Truth To You Daily Podcast, a podcast designed for teenagers who want to learn more about God's Word and how it impacts our daily lives. Journey with us as we set out to explore God's timeless truth one day at a time. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. It is Thursday, and I hope that you're having a great day. We're going to go ahead and jump right into our new memory verse Thursdays. We always launch the verse for the coming week. And of course, uh, our week runs not uh, Monday through Friday. No, we we work off of uh, Wednesday to Wednesday. Wednesday is our of course, teen time. And so on Thursday, we get up and we are starting a new portion, passage of scripture. We are looking at a fresh uh, batch of devotionals as uh, we get into it. And of course, we release those on uh, Wednesday night if you're a part of our teen program. But we're going to go ahead and get into our memory verse. And this comes out of Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. And the Bible says this, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. One more time now, Philippians chapter 1, 6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. Uh, We get a lot of fulfillment out of starting something and then finishing something, right? And when God began a work in you, he intends to finish that work. And of course, you're a child of God. You understand that the work is not complete until we see him, right? Until we receive our glorified bodies when uh, we are then uh, like Christ. And what a blessing that will be. But for now, we do our best with what God's given us and yield to his spirit. And this is a great promise that we're given here in in Philippians 1 and verse 6, that he will perform that work on a daily basis in our lives. Let's go now to 1 Kings chapter 22. This is the final chapter. We've made it all the way through this book. Uh, It's a book of conquest. It's a book of battles. Uh, It's a book of of, of of short descriptions of kings, and then uh, some were given a little bit more information than others. But the book of First Kings really spends quite a few chapters on the life of Ahab. And, and this is the chapter in which we see Ahab meets his end. But I want to go ahead and see it here in First Kings chapter 22 and verse 20. Notice the verse here. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab? that he may go up and fall at Ramoth-Gilead. And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. You know, as we get into chapter 22, we really see the unraveling of King Ahab's life becoming evident. The, the, just the stubbornness of his heart, the lifelong habit of resisting God, and, and it's ultimately going to lead him t- to his grave. Ahab's one of the rare people, and you see this in chapter 22, uh, whose death was prophesied to him. Now, now there are others in Scripture for sure, but, but the man of God looked right at Ahab and said, Ahab, if you go into this battle, if you go out to fight, you will die. And, and Ahab literally had a prophet of God standing before him 
who had been right before, right? Okay, the test of a prophet was if his word had come to pass, and and he he was occupying this this position of a prophet, and so his word had been verified in the past. But nonetheless, the stubbornness here, the level of stubbornness in this king, King Ahab, who who hears this word. And who says, you know what? I, I'm going to outsmart God. I, I'm going to, I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to find another way around the word of the Lord. And so uh, Ahab w- was told he, he was going to die if he went into battle against Syria. And, and Ahab believed he could evade God's judgment by uh, literally cloaking himself in a robe and going into battle. But this, of course, all proved foolish as uh, God kept his word. And Ahab was slain um, on the battlefield. What I find interesting here, the verse above that we've just just read, is the fact that God used Abraham's own stubbornness to judge him in the end. You see, the Lord Lord knew that Ahab, that that if, if God sent a prophet to Ahab, as a warning to not go into battle, God knew that Ahab would would just be stubborn as he always had been, and and refuse that instruction. And and he ultimately uh, his stubbornness stubbornness led him to his death. And and uh, Ahab most certainly had a choice. Uh, this was this was not well. God God just arranged it so so that he didn't have a choice in the matter. No, no, he, he had a choice in the matter. But ultimately, his stubbornness led him to his death. And I think that's a great, great warning to all of us. The, the word stubbornness, as it appears, especially in the Old Testament, is the idea of, of, of being stiff-necked. It's the idea of, of um, and you and I, maybe not having not grown up on a farm, will have a more difficult time um, uh, kind of visualizing this, but it's the idea of, of someone who has the reins of, of a horse. And as they pull left or right on the reins, the, the neck does not move or, or there, there are no concessions that are made with, with the horse, but rather he's just stiff necked. He's not going to turn to the left. He's not going to turn to the right. He's not going to acknowledge the commands that are being given. And that's the life that Ahab lived. Boy, it was not for instruction. Well, God sent people to warn him, to correct him. It wasn't for a lack of knowledge. He he knew, Ahab knew what to do, but certainly it was for the fact that he just wanted to do his own thing. And, And we can make similar decisions, but that's not the decision that is blessed of God. And so Ahab will always forever serve as an illustration of someone whose stubbornness led them to their grave. Let's not be stubborn today. Let's be submissive to the authority that's in our lives. Let's, yeah, let's even bring ourselves under um, the, the direction of others. Maybe somebody says, hey, let's do this, and they're a friend. They have no authority of you. Well, the Bible says that we ought to defer uh, at times. And so maybe you don't have to do things your way. Maybe you don't have to be stubborn and, well, it's always got to be that w- this way. Maybe you, maybe you let your younger brother choose or, or your older sibling choose. 
And uh, let's not have stubbornness about us today, okay? Hey, before we go, let's um, remember Tillman. We're praying for him. He's our teenager of the day. He's also an upperclassman. He's graduating senior, so he needs lots of prayer. And so let's take him to the throne of grace today. All right, we'll be back again tomorrow to study more timeless truth. And I hope that you'll join us then. Take care.